Welcome to Uncontained, episode 139. I'm your host, Aaron Static Render, and on the show today, I speak with Kate Tumanova, the Russian Scream Queen. You may know her from the movies Demonologist and also American Exorcism, and that is actually on Prime right now. So, if you're looking to get in the Halloween spirit, there's a little Halloween homework for you. The kind you like. Go watch a horror movie. It's on Prime. Check it out. And, of course, you'll want to do that after this interview because we cover all the bases on this. From weapons training to what it's like to play a possessed character to wanting to go horseback riding with Vladimir Putin. So, before I jump into the interview, I would like to thank Antonio CT for helping set this interview up you can check him out on episode 112 of uncontained titled zombie turkeys yes that was an interesting one as well but i won't keep you waiting any longer this is the russian scream queen kate tumanova how are you doing today kate very well thanks for having me all right so First of all, I'd like to actually thank Antonio CT for helping set this interview up. I had him on an episode sometime last year, and when I put out a call for people for Halloween guests, he's like, I know who to get. It's a Russian scream queen, Kate Tumanova. So just wanted to give a shout out to Antonio. How did you, how'd you come in contact with, have you worked with Antonio or... I've worked with Antonio, I've drank with Antonio, I've traveled with Antonio. He's one of my best friends in LA. Um, and he, I'm so thankful that you and I met through him. Yeah, shout out to Antonio. He's a great guy. He's a filmmaker, also very, very passionate. And I just love the guy so much. All right, perfect, He's perfect. Uh, thank you, and glad to get you on the show. It's Halloween season, and I always like to talk to people involved in the horror movie industry around this time. Um, Absolutely. It's definitely a fun time. It is. It's probably a busy time for you, too, as well. Um, not really. I mean, it's just you can see the community kind of come together and it's um it's a very special group of people the the horror fans and and definitely halloween is the time for for those to thrive and enjoy all the movies we make yeah awesome awesome so do you do any of the halloween conventions or anything like that yet or uh, we have a scare la convention in la but it kind of happens earlier in the October, September, actually. So I did that. Um, didn't do anything this year, but we have some events coming up as like specifically for Halloween um, in the next couple of weeks. So that's going to be exciting. There's so many things happening. Like, it's just, you know, I live in Hollywood. So every store, every restaurant, every bar is now dressed as a Halloween set, you know, and I'm excited for, for the people to, to start dressing up and having fun. It, it does get pretty crazy. Exactly. I can, I can imagine. I have, I'm, there's a couple places where I want to make it for Halloween. One of those is LA. The other that would be really cool to visit over the Halloween season would be New Orleans. Oh my God. New Orleans is, is a special place. 
It, it is. During it any is. season. <laughs> it is. I was actually there this summer. So was I. I was there in July. Oh, yeah? That's around the same time that I was there. A nice, hot, muggy weather. Gotta love it. <laughs> I, I mean, I personally do like humidity and heat, and I would take that over any kind of cold. Like, people... Could, confuse me being Russian with me for some reason like that has to equal me liking the cold and it actually is the opposite like I, that's the reason I moved I hated <laughs> the snow and the weather so much that's kind of why I left because I didn't want to be cold and didn't did, I don't like cold weather so humidity and heat up uh, anytime sign me up I shot a movie there last year in, in August and um, I was probably the only person on set enjoying it. It was miserable. <laughs> it was miserable, but we were all in this together, and it was kind of like, you know, we're sweating it out together. So teamwork. I, I understand that completely. I'm originally from the Midwest here in the United States, and it typically in the winter, it gets not not as cold as Siberia, I'd say, but it gets into like the negative temperatures in Fahrenheit. And uh, so like negative 20 yeah. Fahrenheit with wind chill, your nostrils freeze when you walk outside. That's part of the reason why I moved to. I'm more of a fan of the heat than the cold. Yeah, so we got that in common right there. All right. So um, I actually was able to watch one of your movies that came out. I believe it was last year. It was American Extracism. I actually have a poster right behind me. I don't know if you can see it. Yes, I do see that in the back. What did you think about the movie? I liked it. I liked it. It's one of the it had like some distinct horror movie aspects to it where you could obviously tell like plot line what's going to happen for the most part, but it was right. Like but the acting in it, it was good. It was like I I enjoyed seeing you possessed. It was kind of fun, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was I remember I will probably never forget shooting that scene. Yeah. Um it was fun to shoot too, but it was like four in the morning and, and the producers and the director were like more, more. And I'm like, I can't even breathe anymore guys. Cause you have me screaming here in the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere on set. And they were just, you know, asking for, for more possession from me. So, and it does, I'm, I like that scene. I like how it turned out, but I remember <laughs> being barely able to talk after after we shot it because you know my vocal cords are just so exhausted from all the possession um voice that you have to do um but it was fun i'm glad you liked it yes so when you go into portraying the possession of like a demon inside you what are what are some things that you know you you channel inside of you is there like a way that you're like okay i'm going into possessed mode is it like a snap of the fingers or is it a process <laughs> oh, it's just me every day no um, <laughs> i <laughs> i mean some people would probably <laughs> agree with that but um but well from from the acting uh standpoint i think it's important to kind of do your research on what it you know where it comes from and and just the religious aspect and the historical aspect and just did, i did that and talked 
a lot about that with with the director and talk with other actors who uh, did have experience shooting uh, horror films like with the similar plots. And I think just by researching it already kind of gets you in that mood because you look at stories that are um, that really were happening back in the day and then you look at some other movies um, and you kind of just you know start getting that in that character and personally well she has a backstory too and you know she's a teenager and that in itself is already a lot of layers because when you're a teenager you have so many things going on and you have <laughs> hormones and you're fighting with your parents you you're you fall in love you fall out of love it's like school and summer and betrayal and everything is so raw and you know you feel like uh you know it's an exciting period and in, in for every girl when she's 16 17. Uh, but on top of that she's possessed so yeah it was definitely a an interesting character to play yeah like on top of all that drama that you just mentioned that normal exactly, teenage yeah. goes you have to add devouring people's souls to it and <laughs> i wish i had that in real life <laughs> Yeah, so do you prefer, like, playing the possessed role, or have you, like, in in the, do you prefer playing, like, the role that's not possessed in the horror movie that's kind of the more typical stream, um, more typical scream queen role? Uh, I love acting to begin with, no matter what it is, I feel like, well... Personally, I come across a lot of different scripts and um, if I feel like I don't like the character or can't, you know, deliver, so I just don't even sign up for for projects like that. So um, regardless of whether it's genre-wise, like your typical horror scream queen or, or what we had in American Exorcist more, or maybe more thriller, more investigation, more murder, like regardless of what aspect there is more of, I think me personally, when I say yes to a project, I know that I'm going to enjoy myself as an actor in it and I'm going to, you know, have no problem doing my best. So since then we shot a few actually two horror films both in new orleans and they're both very different as far as the story and uh one of them is more of a typical horror with again some demonic elements and i just am so excited it's coming out (laughs) soon um and the other one i play wife of this detective and um kind of for for the majority of the movie i'm this you know good girl who has nothing dark in her and she's just this loving caring wife and and then she has a big twist and turns out that she's the evil uh that actually was causing all the nonsense but don't (laughs) want to give away too much but it's it's a whole fun to play yeah and then i was watching uh you sent me you sent me some clips to look at of other things that you have done uh there's one where you turn out to be like the badass in the film as well at least it looks like an uh demonologist yeah you do some serious ass kicking in there (laughs) i do i do that's true i do like 
to kick ass, whether it's on film or in real life. Um, but yeah, it's, I, it's always exciting to have some action. Um, I do do my own stunts. I do like to move and to be active. And I've had training in um, martial arts and just stage combat. And so I, I feel like, and maybe it's partially because I'm Russian and I live in, these, in the States and everyone's like, and everyone's first question is like, oh, do you work for KGB or are you a spy? <laughs> and I think that people, people just kind of convinced me at this point that I, I just say I'm a spy and if, if needed be, I will kick ass. So I have no problem doing that on film because I'm just so convinced that I, just because I'm Russian kind of has to already mean that I can just, you know, fight my way through an army of demons and men and whatever it is and just yeah be kind of like atomic blonde characters you know okay. just to give you an example what i have in mind like that vibe like that attitude i have maybe it's just my personality partially but also like i truly believe that just by being here and being not from this country kind of convinced me that like okay I'm on foreign soil <laughs> to be able to kick ass if, if anything happens. So people then, ask yeah. you if you're like KGB or anything like that, or then do, do they ask you anything else Russian specific? Well, I mean, I at one point even wanted to go back home to Russia and kind of shoot a documentary based on what stereotypes Americans have about my country and about my uh, people, because it does get pretty, um, I mean, I try to look at everything with humor and sarcasm, so it doesn't offend me personally on any level at all. I think it's funny. I just kind of feed off of the comedy in it, but people straight up ask me if we have Subway, if we, if, you know, ridiculous question. Moscow is like one of the biggest cities in the world, one of the most expensive to live in, and goes like New York, London, Moscow. Um, so to me, and I've been there, and so to me to even think that people think that Moscow is some sort of like a village with horses and bears, and there's just <laughs> a lot of drunk people. Um, to me, that's weird because I know how beautiful and advanced and on so many levels the city is. And we have so many businesses and um, everyone speaks English. Every restaurant is open pretty much 24-7. It's like a very fast-paced city. So, um, I mean, obviously everyone asks if we drink vodka for breakfast, which I think I'm going to start doing soon. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well may live up to the stereotype, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm, I tried to fight it, and now I'm like, well, maybe there's some truth to it, because, wow. yeah, it gets hard sometimes. But obviously I'm not promoting alcohol on any, <laughs> by all means, but... Um, but yeah, we don't drink vodka. We do have Subway. We don't have bears walking on the streets. Uh, I didn't even know that was a stereotype of Russians. Bears walking on the streets of Russia? Like, is that is that something yeah, that's commonly people, said? People think, I just had a meeting with an agent, and she... And I showed her, like, my an image, because we were talking about headshots and what what she thinks I might need 
to change and to get new looks. And so I asked her if she if she thinks that I should put up a, a picture of me wearing like a traditional Russian. Um, um, uh, it's not a hat. It's like a scarf over your head. Like the babushka type thing or? Yes. Which is not a babushka. I don't know where you got that. It means grandma. And I don't know why people call that hair. That, that yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But um, <laughs> so I asked her, I showed her the picture of me in a, in a scarf like that over my head. And she was like, oh, no, no, that's, um, that's very, she thought it was more of like, Islam and just like she completely misguessed the region and the, the the religion and everything. So in her mind, women in Russia wear the furry hats. <laughs> you know, so so she's like, don't you guys wear the furry ones with the ears covered and and those are for men. So it's like you have to explain all that, but people I guess only see only know what they can see in the movies. And um, that's not obviously true. And especially me now being an actress and producing film, I know how much of it is not true. And it's like 90%, you know? So obviously people are misled by by media in general and um, specifically movies and specifically the big budget movies because it's it, it has to sell. So you have to make it look not always close to reality yeah. and it's fine i mean i i had that when i came here but you watch any tv show or any movie that shot angeles for example and uh and they go from like a cafe in Beverly Hills to, to the ocean in the next scene and then they're downtown so in your mind you think oh what a beautiful place. You're like five minutes away from the ocean and then there are beautiful <laughs> buildings. And then, so you don't realize that it's like two different shooting days and actually an hour, an hour and a half of a, of a drive in a car. Um, so, you know, things like that, small things, but it creates a certain image in your head about a, a, a certain place. And then you just, um, sometimes it's not, it's not like that in reality, but yeah, so do you feel like as an actress and a uh, producer that you have like I don't know a responsibility or um or take pride in debunking any Russian myths or like be like okay or or do you just go like okay that's a myth let's run with it? I definitely do want to shoot some sort of a documentary project and just to, because I come from a, a very special family too. And my mother is a singer and she's been in the entertainment industry for, for my whole life at least. Okay. And she's been singing and creating and being creative her whole life. And so uh, just that aspect and me being from a family like that, I've, we kind of had sets and producers and creative people and artists my, my whole childhood. So that's how I got into that. I just, I just wanted to, I do want to show um, like kind of like a, a, a Tuesday in a Russian family or a Wednesday <laughs> night or a weekend because it's different. 
on a on on a cultural level, it's very different. It's very different. I, mean, I didn't even notice that when I first moved here. When I first moved here, like mentality wise, it kind of felt like we're we're the same people because I wasn't paying attention as much. I wasn't missing home as much. So I didn't, I wasn't digging like inside of myself, trying to figure it out. Like, what am I missing? Cause it felt new and it felt right. And, um, you know, I was moving from one side of the world to the opposite. So my mind was preoccupied with that and was settling in and whatnot. Um, but a few years into living in the United States and in, especially LA is pretty, you can't definitely define the whole country by just LA and yeah. judge because LA is a very, very weird place. <laughs> and it's, it's not always good, weird. It's, it's a lot of, a lot to deal with, but a few years into living in the States, I started noticing how different we are in, because I started missing the traditions and I started thinking about it more and realizing that, oh, my God, we are like totally different people. Like we could have been from different planets. Um, and that I would want to show. It's not even breaking a stereotype. It's just that the, we're so far away from each other. And and rarely ever I meet American people who want to like travel to have a vacation in Moscow or something like that. You know, that doesn't just doesn't cross um, your guys' mind because it's far. And I get yeah, it, but I would... definitely want to show the culture more, especially now because yeah, we know about the Romanovs and we know about Putin and we know about Babushka and we know about whatever Borsh. You know, like some <laughs> some like cultural images that you do know because you obviously you know had history classes and you just. You know, I would assume that people would know at least that much, but there's so much more going on, especially now, like the, the in the past, maybe 10 years, it's changed so much. It's such a, a better place than when I was a little kid. And, um, and I just want to show the beauty of the place where I'm from. So on that level, I do want to definitely have create some sort of a project for people to do that. Okay, I'd be looking forward to that, like uh, a week in the life of a Russian or something like that. Like, um, you know, just... I just have to shoot it now and sell it to Netflix. There you go. There you go. That that's all you have to do. Just just do it. <laughs> um, just sounds so simple. I'm sure it's doable. Yeah, you gotta. It, it's. I believe that there's time for everything. So. Um, I already did go home and like had a, a, a GoPro with me and a few other cameras and was, didn't have a script, didn't have, didn't have, um, like mics or any proper equipment, but I, in that, I did that maybe three years ago and I went and I just was shooting and shooting and shooting everything I saw and, and kind of asking my question of uh, my friends and my, my parents interviewing them on what they think about the states, what they think the stereotypes would be. So I kind of already started tapping into this. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm just me. So um, that gave me a better understanding of what kind of script do I need, of how many days, if going to shoot, I would need, 
what people do I want to interview for real, what people I don't, <laughs> you know. So uh, I think uh, if talking seriously about this, I I would want to, and I've seen some documentaries, especially on Netflix about Russia or some shows that would have a segment about Russia and they would send their host, for, for example, to Russia for like three days and, and they would show the most ridiculous things, you know, like that they would dress them in, in traditional Russian hats and, and drink vodka on camera. But that is so, that's, that's not even like a 1%, you know, so yeah. so much more. So I definitely want to show that obviously we don't sit around dressed like that drinking vodka every night so but we do <laughs> have conversations and we do have culture and we do have very talented people the education system is different the medical care is different like everything is different a lot of things are different so i want to definitely show that you just have to find uh, somebody who would want to finance that project and then yeah then we can and then we can set up a meeting with Netflix. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, okay, one more thing on stereotypes, then we'll move on. But what was, like, one of the stereotypes that you had about the U.S. before you moved over here that may have been right or may have been wrong? Hmm. I did. I really didn't have any any expectations or stereotypes i didn't i think i didn't like, do my research yeah uh, which is weird because i'm a virgo and i always i'm very prepared i'm very organized but something happened in my life in moscow and that kind of mo motivate motivated me to move and strictly dream driven and in the passion for acting. So I wanted to be in, in LA more than anything. And I didn't think about any stereotypes. I was just so obviously I did hope for, I guess I did have a stereotype about like Los Angeles and Hollywood. I did think that I'm going to just walk down the street <laughs> and there's going to be uh, Steven Spielberg walking <laughs> towards me and he's just going to see me and he's just going to be shocked by my beauty and, and offer me $10 million in a lead role. That didn't happen. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, which I'm, I'm a pretty realistic person, but I did think that it's a possibility, but nothing even remotely close to that situation <laughs> so far happened to me. That was kind of maybe like the only thing that I can think of. Maybe it's going to take more time and maybe it's going to take a little more uh, work for me to get where I want to be, but that's a good thing. I did not expect so many people to be so talented and so hardworking that are concentrated in one spot. And that, that is a very inspiring thing about being in LA and being in Hollywood because everyone comes here, you know, and, and everyone wants to be here and have a piece of that. And it's um, com like competition is insane, but also it, you know, it, it kind of provokes you to be a better you. You have to step it up and, yeah, it's it's a good. I think it's a good thing that we have that many people in one place trying to do the same thing because 
it, it's really you look to your right, you look to your left, and you you, you have everything you need as a creative, as an yeah. artist. And I think it's uh, great also because we can just collaborate and all be friends and not necessarily compete, especially now with the growing of new media and uh, so many platforms and you can you don't have to necessarily depend on bigger studios and bigger companies so i think uh, for actors it's it's gonna hopefully change into not necessarily competing for the same roles but just getting together and creating new content that's a good thing i i'm actually glad you said that because i think that is a really good mindset to have um by working together and creating things it's 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 more healthy attitude to have than being like okay that guy is my enemy he's gonna take my spot or she's gonna take my spot in this one role there's not enough out there for all of us but when you can just create and help promote each other bring each other up you know or publicity for one person is publicity for the other i think you know that's kind of a a good mindset to have going into it yeah i mean um it's it's not easy because uh, just yesterday I had a I had an audition for actually Netflix one of the new shows that they're shooting right now, and uh, the role is for a, a, an eighteen year old young mom. Okay. And I'm not eighteen. I'm not gonna <laughs> say my age, <laughs> but I'm a little older than that. But obviously, I'm waiting in line, and and there are. 15-year-old girls, 17-year-old girls. You can tell some of them are maybe like 20, 21. And, um, and that does, you know, feel a little, as a woman, you feel a little, you feel, I don't even know how to explain that feeling, but obviously it doesn't, age to me doesn't mean anything. I think that I've, I've met smart people of all ages. I've met idiots of all ages (laughs) it all depends on the situation and especially acting wise you i feel like as an actress you know if you want to be working you'll find work and whatever your age is you're gonna there are all all kinds of people in real life so we need all kinds of actors to portray those people on film so that is not an issue but but yeah there's a lot of women there's a lot of younger women and i'm still going for the same roles as, as them and and I can't, and it's, I, I just, I try to look at it as just my range. So that's is what for now I'm still able to do as someone who's, you know, 25 and older and 30, I can play that. And then I can play teenagers still like an American exorcist. Yeah. So, and yeah. And I think there's always that, um, idea of women not liking each other. And I feel like women are actually kind of either don't care or we just look at each other and we're there ready to help, you know, like with lipstick or hairbrush or whatever, you know, you ask you like, do I look okay? Yeah, you look fine. You know, go ahead, girl, kill it. So not, not a unfriendly environment at all. Yes, there's competition and we do realize that, you know, if it's not going to be me, maybe it's going to be that girl or this girl, but in the process of auditioning and creating and and just trying to make it in Hollywood, I think everyone's pretty friendly to each other. Okay, yeah, cuz you do kind of have that idea 
whether you know you want to call it a stereotype or not of like actresses and even some actors being kind of catty with each other you know you mentioned actresses and actors i could not agree more i think men can actually get way more dramatic gossip and spread gossip way more than women really yeah <laughs> especially actors dudes are so weak sometimes i think women just just by nature have more strength in them and and maybe more self um respect and and i, I just i don't know men in this industry are pretty disappointing at times <laughs> and but all, all all levels not just actors but producers and i've been in situations ridiculous situations when i wouldn't even think about creating some sort of drama you know because why we're all trying to do the same thing you know what's the problem let's fix it let's not waste our time let's move on this is how i look at it i think men like to gossip way more than women in that, reality that's interesting that's interesting but i i won't say that at least in like Hollywood, it's not that way. I haven't had that experience yet, but I will speak personally. You know, like I've done stand up comedy, uh, done radio, doing this podcast and everything. And sometimes when like I typically am cheering for people to succeed, I'm not going to say I don't have moments where it's like, oh, yeah. damn, how did they get that? I wish I had that. But it's like when you look harder, it's like they're working their ass off for that, you know, and maybe it's just yeah. something that I didn't do that I need to do better. But I, I don't I try to keep my ass out of the caddy situations. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. I don't like wasting time and any kind of drama unless it's it's on film and scripted drama. Okay, fair it's enough. It's just unnecessary. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. You can play like a caddy chick if you want, uh, as long as it's for the job. But the whole cattiness in exactly. both uh, male and female should just go away. Like if, if, you're, if you're successful and if you're working, why? You know, as a person who is confident and professional, um, you don't want to do that. So yeah. if, if, you, if you do find any kind of joy in creating those situations or being a part of them. I think that's because you probably have a day off or have some extra time because if you're working, you don't have time to be involved in lots of drama. <laughs> Very true. You got other things to focus on. So, all right, we've talked yeah, a exactly. lot about stereotypes and drama and cattiness and all that good stuff. Let's talk about you acting again. I've been seeing some pictures on Instagram lately of you with some heavy artillery. Uh, with some guns mm -hmm. and stuff. Is that just the Russian side of you coming out? Is that the spy, or do you have a role coming up where you're you're gonna be a badass again? Um, it's both. I mean, I have a, fr a friend of mine, Adrian Zaw. He um, he owns uh, a studio not too far from here, and he actually was it, it, his project. He has a project, and he wants to shoot um a series of like performance videos for the guns part of it and and he wants actors to do it because okay. um that would obviously be beneficial for me to have 
that kind of material in my reel, but also knowing that um, I went through safety training and I can take those guns apart and put them back together and not just make it look pretty on film, but it's, it's all that. Okay. So I think that it's really great that he's doing that, that he, mm, he, so he just called me when I was in Russia and, and asked if I would be interested in going through training first and then putting that on film as a performance video and maybe potentially having like a short script involved, but mostly it's a, it's a performance video for the actor and for the guns. <laughs> Okay, um, is he going? Is he doing like a uh, combat school then, or is it, is he teaching combat to people? Yes, yeah, he is pretty. He, I, I had no idea because I met him through some commercial shoots and just on set, and we became very good friends. And one of my biggest hobbies is cooking. We shot a little cooking show, just a few like a pilot. Mm, but nothing ever gun related. So I was very surprised, but um, he seems to have a lot of knowledge. He seems to have a lot of training and experience in that field. And um, yeah, he has all of the necessary equipment and locations and what we would need to, to make the, the series of those specific videos that we're working on right now. But also, well, obviously, the second I had those guns in my hands, I started thinking on how to put it in one of the scripts that we're developing right now and have scenes <laughs> with guns for me. But because I, I personally think it's, a, it, it's great that as actors, we get to get trainings like that for free for a role. Um, but it's, it's really, is a, it's a skill to have and it's a good, good one. I think as an actor, I've been blessed to have, you know, horseback riding training and then guns and stage combat and stunts and so many different things just because they want you to be as safe as possible doing it on camera. They put you through training for, for weeks and you end up just walking away with a role and with a new skill set. Nice, nice. Before moving on, is there anything that you wish I would have uh, asked you? Any projects that you're working on that you want to make sure that we get what you want out of this interview and make sure we get the Halloween aspect out of it in some way as well? Well, Halloween aspect is uh, just exciting altogether because it's like the beginning of the, and then we have Thanksgiving and then Christmas. So it's just, it's, I'm excited. Also, uh, on November 1st, the American film market starts. And that's a big um, event that happens every year in, in, in Santa Monica and California. And um, we get all kinds of production companies and TV channels and networks and directors and everyone from the film industry is in Santa Monica from November 1st till November 2nd, um, okay. 7th. So it's like a whole week Every day we sell and buy movies, we showcase our projects, and, and that comes right after Halloween. So Halloween is like to mark this insane um, October holiday, and then starting November 1st, we go into a lot of like intense meetings and work, so I'm, I'm excited to, for both. I'm excited for both. I've never actually dressed up for Halloween, even though we just celebrated in Russia. I've never dressed up. 
Hmm. So maybe this year I'm going to finally tap into that and, and get a crazy costume for myself. You should definitely do that. Definitely do that. And then uh, send send a picture and I'll share it or put it up on Instagram. I'll share it with uh, on Uncontained. All right. So Thank you. People, yeah. people can uh, see what your first ever Halloween costume looks like. Uh, did you have do you have anything that you are promoting in the or pitching in the uh, film market that you were talking about? Um, so I work with this company. It's called Thriller Films. And um, uh, we've been together for maybe three years, friends and great guys to work with um so starting american exorcism that we were promoting last year and sold to some territories like philippines and india uh this year we have two feature films that are not released yet but obviously for sales we're gonna show the trailers and uh show the artwork and that's exciting so two feature films that i'm in as an actress and um, then there's always just so many projects and development that I personally am excited about because we have a comedy that we have a script written for and we have the budget put together and I- I'm ready to shoot like starting tomorrow. I can, I'm that confident in that project and I want to put that and get that rolling. So, but, but part of doing that would be having the artwork and having the pitch package ready for everyone who will possibly be interested and during the film market in november that's the time to do it because everyone's there every day there's um a lot of a lot going on and then every night there's a party too and i think that that's really where um people can kind of relax and especially day two day three are the best to go to all of those parties and 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 have drinks with people that work in the same field as you and um, use that take advantage of that catch them when they least expect you and yeah. try to get those finance um deals finance of a week in a life of russians yeah <laughs> yes there's so many things unfortunately um it does come to uh, to money, and the more money you have, obviously, the better and the bigger projects you can afford to shoot. But I kind of like that niche of um, doing the independent, low-budget filmmaking because you're kind of not competing with too many people. You know what I mean? You, you're not competing. You're not a studio. In there, there of actors of that level that are all reasonable people. Maybe I'm just lucky, but everything we've done so far has been a a great experience. And unfortunately there's never enough money because we always want to make it bigger and better, (laughs) but that's where, but you know, like any project, it's a, it's a business plan. You put a budget together, you, you hire your people, you pull favors when you can. And um, at the end of the day, it always gets done. I learned that no matter what happens and always something always happens on a movie set, (laughs) it's going to get done. That's why it's a teamwork and that's why you need people to do it. You can't, you can't do it alone. Um, But that's why you got to trust your team as as a producer. It's important to remember. It's very important to remember as an actor uh, because actors 
tend to, I'm a perfectionist. I, and I always blame myself if something happens, you know, yeah. I, I try, I, I just, I immediately go, okay, what did I do wrong? I, what was it? And it's not always you, but especially when you have that many people involved in the making of something, if something goes wrong, you can't, you can't blame it. You can't even think about blaming who, like whose fault it is. Cause that's already, you're wasting time. You have to think if something goes wrong, you have to think on how to fix it and how to get going again. That, that is great advice right there. And that actually helped transition me into uh, my questions here. What advice, but along with what you just gave me, would you give to somebody who is looking to get into the entertainment industry? Definitely a really hard job acting. And the industry is, is it's a very complex beast of an industry, entertainment Um if you're into it and you want to start working as an actor or an actress, it has to be the biggest thing you want. Because if, if it's a hobby, then I would not suggest to try to like make it a, a job because you have to really want it because people who are in it, they're in it for good, like to win it, to lose or whatever, but they're not going to give up. And I think that, it, with acting, it's really important. The passion aspect of it is really important. You don't have to be that passionate about, uh, you know, working at the bank or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so acting, if, if it's just a hobby, if you just think you like it or think you want it, but also you want to dance and sing and maybe like sell veggies at the farmer's market, you know, if, if it's that kind of like, oh, it's fun, I'll try it. I would just suggest to not even try to pursue it for real because you're you're going to get hurt because it's very you have to learn with dealing with rejection and things like that and when you're not passionate enough you're just going to eventually drop it so yeah without you know you know just I would suggest not wasting your time if you're not passionate um really passionate about it because acting requires that passion from you um but it's totally doable like like I really think if you're if you want to be an actor, you just use that drive and do it and obviously it's important to constantly um, learn new material. It's important these days really important to create your own content with the Instagram and YouTube and all the outlets you have. You don't necessarily need um that many people to help you, you can just do it yourself. You learn how to edit, you learn how to uh, put it online, and there you go. And then you just harass people like casting <laughs> directors and agents until they get, give you a job. But this, that's what I did. You know, I, the guys I work with and best friends with right now, they hated me um, because I wanted something from them. I don't remember what it was, probably like a trailer clip from the movie, whatever. And it was okay. a few months have gone by and I started straight up harassing them, calling the office, texting, sending emails, had my manager sending me emails. And uh, at some point they were like, wow, she, <laughs> it's going to be easier to give her something. <laughs> but then we kind of started talking and I was like, guys, I need it so I can promote not only myself, but you too and the company and the movie. And they saw how 
you know, how much I can be help, of help to, to the operation. So now I'm working with them. Awesome. So yeah, when I was talking to you before, you said that you were producing as well, correct? So have you taken the step to producer along with actress? Is yeah. that a slash or a hyphen in your title? or? <laughs> I personally don't like to have many titles. I don't think that you can do it all. I don't like for example, to be like a producer and a co this and co that and on one project, because I like to really focus and give all of my energy towards one thing at a time. Uh, but yeah, I did because again, in Hollywood, in LA, you come across so many people and so many scripts and so many projects. At some point you create, you, you know, you you have your friends and you start thinking on how to get things off the ground and then you become a producer. It's just <laughs> a natural thing that happens because, um, okay, so how do I, how do I make this work? I like this script. I like this story. I have this friend who wants to invest. I have this friend who's a director. I have that friend who has a camera, you know, like, Oh, look at me. I'm a producer. Now I put a team together and shot a movie. It's pretty much, you know, I'm not saying that I'm a Warner Brothers level of an executive producer, but it's it's just organizing things, really, you know, and then having people who want to work with you and who think that they like your style. And then and, and then there you go. You're a producer. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Perfect. So um, that's some really good advice that you shared there so just to recap briefly it's basically if you have the passion pursue it but be willing to work for it and start creating uh your own stuff don't wait for somebody to be like like the stereotype that you one stereotype about the u.s that you had when you're like you'd be walking down the street and steven steven spielberg would see you and be like you know i have to have you in my movie we're doing this and yeah, yeah it's not gonna I would happen definitely suggest to lower your expectations yeah because nobody's gonna just give it to you gotta work really hard but it's totally doable just gotta focus stay focused stay disciplined and i'm not you know it's it's easy to say and then to just apply it to your everyday life but you do come to that understanding eventually that if you waste a minute of the time that you were supposed to be working on something else that already is bad you should you should give it your all yes very good very good so um well, that that is uh, great advice right there as well don't uh just you know half ass something do it do it full yeah. do it full assed um <laughs> so i agree whatever it is you're doing it's it's great to give it full now, full of yourself all of it pays off Yes, definitely. Uh, what are you doing right now to promote yourself? I know you got some stuff going on on Instagram, but what 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 is your promotion strategy right now? Oh, I need a, I need one. <laughs> um, no, I'm. I, I try to. Yes, I try to use all the outlets available. And um, as far as acting and producing, we have projects coming up that I just try to be vocal about and talk to everyone I come across that I think could help. As far as my personal, I'm sure, yes, Instagram would be the best example of 
And I'm still learning. Like I mentioned to you before we started this interview, I, I am very old school and it doesn't, it, it blows my mind how big Instagram is that it, it just, to me, it's just like pictures, you know, it's like a portfolio, but it's a business opportunity. It's a networking opportunity. You, you gotta, you gotta use it and abuse it. And I understand that now. And I try to learn how to do that and just be more proactive. And it's unfortunately, it's a, it's a full time job promoting <laughs> yourself, especially on social media is a full time job. Social media marketing is a, is a, it, it's, it's from an actor's point of view. Also, it started to mean more for people like casting directors and directors so they look at how many followers you have and, and that's a bit heartbreaking because i'm an actress who's always on time and always off book and i think it should matter what following you have on instagram it should be about your presence in the room and your talent and your you know uh, work ethic but um since it's so important you got to take advantage of it and, and use it and try to learn and put good quality content make sure that you brand yourself make sure that you you know yeah it's like a product in this industry you, you have to sell yourself like a product you know yeah. so you have to know what you're selling and who you're selling it to um and i just think that yeah I'm just doing my best as far as the social media goes and yeah I, I, you got to go out you got to go to parties you got to go to meetings you got to go to all the events talk to the press do podcasts <laughs> um whatever comes your way um yeah I think it's important to be vocal and it, not be afraid to like annoy people with that because if somebody's not interested they're just not going to listen but even if you reach one person, then that's already a success for whatever it is you're doing. You know, one like or a thousand likes, it doesn't matter. Like one like at a time, you're eventually going to get to a thousand. And that's, yes. I think that's with anything with money, one dollar at a time, you're eventually going to get to a million. So you just got to keep, um, keep going. Definitely. Definitely. And yeah, that's. I think that's one of the biggest things about like Instagram or entertainment in general is just keep going and being consistent with it. You know, just keep putting stuff out, and eventually, as you said, you'll get that one like. Will turn into two. Will turn into like fifty. Will turn into a thousand. You know, and up and up. Exactly. So, um, now, what would you say? would be a highlight that you care to share not necessarily the highlight of your career but just something that like if you were hanging out with your friends or talking to your family back home in russia you'd be like you won't believe this happened steven spielberg walked by da 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 uh <laughs> <laughs> um honestly for somebody like me who's like a very realistic straightforward person when it comes to acting i'm like a little child i'm every day on set to like so i even just talking about it gives me like a certain level of high because it's just to me it's my happy place. Like every time nice. I can't, I can't believe I'm doing this. I still can't believe I'm doing this. You know, I came here 
five years ago and I had two of those years I was in school. So really I have been working, working for nothing, for like very little time. And I produced, I co-produced feature films. I'm a lead actress in feature films. I, you know, I learned how to speak without an accent or get rid of the Russian accent for film and, and all these things. So to me, that in itself is already kind of a, a, a good enough of achievement to be a highlight, just being here and like sticking to my dream and not yeah. being, um, because it's not easy. Like I said, the, the levels of rejection you have to deal with on a daily basis, it's not encouraging at all. It's very discouraging. You come back home and you're like, I can't believe I have I had 500 auditions and I only booked five. And that's your lucky if you're, you you know, being realistic, that is how much you have to do and how much, how many times you have to hear no in order to hear yes. So on any given week about how many, how many auditions do you go to or any given month, you could say? Uh, Well, usually at least three times a week, but that's good. I mean, that's, uh, and then see the problem with this industry and why I think actors and actresses do give up. It's because it's so on and off. You and downtime is the worst. You get depressed. You feel like you're never going to work again. You, you're, you're not getting auditions. You're not going out there for a week. It feels like the end of the world. Um, so that's why I kind of suggest to submit yourself, even if you have an agent and a manager. And I don't know if my agent is going to hear that, but <laughs> <laughs> they always they, they always tell you don't. Um, and then you sign with an agency in the expectations of, of getting out there more for bigger, better projects. And a lot of times in reality, what it does, it only kind of slows you down because before, if you were submitting yourself, you do go out to audition for a short film or a student film or whatever it is, something small, right? But it will at least make you feel better about yourself and it will keep you excited and you will you know, be getting more and more comfortable in the room with the casting director and et cetera, et cetera. You sign with an agent. uh, They tell you not to submit yourself because those are smaller pay projects and obviously their cut would be less. So you stop submitting yourself, but then they have 500 clients on their uh, agency. So you just a lot of times get kind of lost and it slows it down. So I always suggest... Just, you know, for, for actors to, especially if you're just starting, to go to LA Cast and go to Actors Access. And and there's, I get 200 emails every day. There's always a project. There's always a commercial that pays $500, $300, whatever. You know, at least submit yourself. Go make money. Go audition. And, and this way you kind of keep feeling better about even if you're not booking anything, but at least you're going out there. The cast, the casting directors are seeing your face. They're going to remember you. And that's a good thing. All right. Perfect. Perfect. So, um, like what would be something that when your audience is watching you perform, uh, whether it be a horror film, whether it be that you're the badass in the movie or the possessed chick in the movie, is there something that you want them to remember about your performance and take away? It could be a couple different things, I guess, depending on genre, but is there something that you would like your audience to remember about your performance? 
Well, obviously, as an actor, I hope they would remember my performance for just being good performance. Fair enough. Um, I think it's really important to think through the prisma of like other actors involved, right? So, um, like I said before, it's such a teamwork. So, as an actor, I don't even think about it as much. Um, I because you just want the people to like the movie. Yeah. Because when you're telling a story, it's not it's not just about one person. So you want them just to to like the story as much as it resonated with you when you took the job and put that character into life and um and it's such a process every time and you become a family with the people you work so it becomes so precious um so personally as just one person as an actor i just i always want them to like the movie i want all of us to be like oh yeah we did it i always thank my uh other actors and and the people you become so close you're like for two three weeks you eat and sleep and shit with the same people for 14 <laughs> hours a day um and um it's always hard it's always too hot or too cold on set um some people you become friends with some you don't and there's always you know it's like a little life uh, it's hard to explain but it does become very precious to your heart so you just want them to like the story in a whole, not just your performance. Well, obviously, from a selfish point of view, I hope they like how I look and how I did, and you know, I hope it looked believable and real. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Um, all right. I have that one final question for you, Kate. Uh, we're to that point, uh, but before we get there. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? What is your Instagram, your Facebook? Uh, what, so basically, where's your corner of the World Wide Web? I guess um, Instagram and Facebook would be the best. My name is Kate Tumanova. That's how you can find me on Facebook. And on Instagram, it's Kate.Tumanova. I know my last name looks long in Russian, but it's actually not. It's easy to pronounce. Tumanova. <laughs> I, I actually think um, I got it right yeah. the first time I tried it. I was like, unless you this did. is pronounced weird, uh, I, I, I think I got it. Tumanova. All right, cool. <laughs> it, 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 people do ask me that. They're like, well, how do you pronounce your name? And I'm like, Tumanova. And then, oh, well, that's easy. I'm like, yeah, if you can learn how to say Kardashian, you can definitely learn how to say my last name. You know, that's my... <laughs> That's what I always tell the people because Kardashian is is a lot. Tumanova is it's like soft and flowy, and I like it. Kardashian sounds yeah. like something from a science fiction movie. Like, oh, right? they're the Kardashians, some alien race. Wait, that's kind of what it is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I think Tumanova is how you can find me: Instagram, Facebook, IMDb, YouTube. <laughs> I should be putting up more content on there, but it's again my name. And I also, if you want to support me, really, really support me. <laughs> Check out my my cooking Instagram. Let me promote that. 
I've just realized I had a hobby. Um, no, okay. I really do. I'm passionate about food. So if you guys are into like simple, uh, fun recipes and food, it's Kate is cooking. Okay, Kate is cooking. I'll include that in the show notes as well. So uh, I'll have to have to check that one out. Uh, see, do you do like traditional Russian dishes? No, I do it all. Uh, well, because I'm, I was born in Hungary, I grew up in Russia, I traveled the world. Uh, so my cooking is influenced by so many different cultures. And my favorite probably would be Indian just for the colors and the spices and so much going on. I love it. Okay. Um, but um, I think that it has to be reminded that you can make quality, like restaurant quality dishes at home. And most of the time, it doesn't take more than 15, 20 minutes. So I have like a 15 minute recipe hashtag. I have cook at home hashtag. And I just kind of, you know, it's just simple food. I'm never going like out of my way to spend 14 hours on in the kitchen just preparing some crazy meat or something that you know you're obviously not gonna do in everyday life yeah i just make cool 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 pretty plates uh and the idea is that you can just do it and it doesn't take long and it's not expensive at all but it's gonna look and taste as good as in, in a restaurant all right and perfect. then i post some some pictures of food when i go out and eat out okay do you have the recipes for the food that you make on your instagram Yes, I do. I try to put all the ingredients and um, I'm not a trained chef or cook, obviously, but I, I put all the ingredients I do. I, I tell what I did with it and then put some pictures and um, and my friends all know and love um, my my cooking passion. Obviously, my neighbors love it because they do get <laughs> to taste cakes and cookies and some some delicious breakfasts and lunches and dinners. Nice. I need to be your neighbor. <laughs> hey, whenever you're in LA, my treat. Come over for some Kate is cooking. All right. Awesome. Well, have to Instagram it too. Um, all right. <laughs> perfect. So I, I will include that and check out Kate is cooking. And I'll, I'll keep you posted when I try some of the dishes. All right. I'll let you know, let you know if I succeeded or failed at making them. Um, <laughs> Please do. All right. So I have that one final question for you, Kate. It is the title question of the show. Kate Tumanova, how do you live uncontained? It's actually such a good word you have there as a title. And I, being Thank not you. being from this country and English having as my second language, I'm not going to lie, I had to look it up just to know exactly what you meant and mean when you ask this question, which is a great question. And I think to me, it's, it's just an ongoing everyday job to, um, Remember that nothing good is going to come from comfort. Nothing good is going to come from lazy. Nothing good is going to come from boring. So you have to push yourself um, outside of that comfort zone. And it's really like I'm getting emotional even talking about it because the hardest thing for me is being so far away from family. Um, but that's, that's the sacrifice that I'm making and I made that decision and um, I try to turn that sacrifice into motivation and just remember that I've done, I've gone this far um, and it's a decision that I am responsible for and something inside me is driving me 
And I just have to trust that. Awesome. I really like the uh, term you used or the phrase, nothing good comes from comfort. Um, It kind of basically stepping out of your comfort zone is where things grow from, you know, like trying new. If you don't try anything new, you're going to stay in the same place. It's very true. And it's a proven fact, unfortunately. And I'd rather not do shit and uh, (laughs) just drink mojitos somewhere and pop out beautiful babies. But uh, I'm just not that person. I have so much ambition and, um, and I just, I would just shoot myself in the face, but with achieving. Yeah. But you know, unless it's in a film, unless it's in a film, when you have so much drive inside you, you have to, you have to trust it. You have to follow your dream because it, gonna work out hard work and dedication work out it's a fact that sounds like it could be like a russian proverb or something like that um like could could you say that with your russian accent (laughs) it's the second day in a row somebody's asking me to like go for a strong russian accent um yeah i could will you (laughs) sure sure Guys, listen. Hard work and dedication always pays off. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I worked so hard on getting rid of the accents, and every time someone's asking me to do Russian, I'm like, oh, God, how, how do I do this? Oh, God, you're such a yeah. dick. Why are you asking me to do this? I, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. No, I have one phrase that always works. It's, uh, it goes like this. I'll break you. <laughs> I think that's good. That, that works. That works. <laughs> well, it looks better when you can see my face and I have this, you know, red lipstick and, and all with my guns and spy outfit. You need the visual kind of, but you get the idea. Thank you very much for joining me. And it's been a blast talking to you. I'm glad we got to talk a little bit about your film work, along with all the other stuff that we ended up, all the other rabbit holes we ended up going down. And it should be a very interesting show. And I have one final thing for you to do, Kate, and that is sign off the show. Would you do me the honor of signing off the show? Absolutely. I just hope that from my interview, you guys can tell that I truly believe in spirit inside of us, in hard work and dedication. Um, Whatever decisions, good or bad, you're making, you got to own it and um, trust yourself. Um, My name is Kate Tumanova, and I live uncontained. And that does it for another episode of Uncontained. Thank you for listening, and thank you to Kate for joining me on the show today. And uh, I look forward to actually talking to her in the near future, possibly right before Halloween. It's going to be an Instagram live talk, so it won't actually be on the podcast. But for those of you who follow me on social media, if you don't, you should do it now at Uncontained Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all there. And uh, yeah, catch the chat that Kate and I will have later on. And uh, thank you for listening once again. And until next time, live uncontained. <laughs>